Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the free sky's the limit.
All right, man. What is going on, guys? What is going on? What is up, guys? Oh, all right, man. Uh, yeah, what is going on, guys? We are back with uh, another edition of Unscripted, man. Uh, guess we'll just jump right into the intro here. Uh, yeah, what is going on, guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Podcast, man. And on this episode, man, we bring you guys another episode of Notorious Unscripted. Uh, this is Notor Notorious Unscripted episode 90. 90, Bye. man. So 10 more weeks till 100. It's wild. It's wild, nice, bro. Um, but yeah, man, if, um, if this is your first time watching, uh, and you guys do not know how the show works, every Monday we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday at 4 p.m. Central, we are on here with the news. Um, if you guys did miss this past Friday's edition of the news, uh, WrestleMania Backlash predictions, uh, Kenny Omega, not having a good time working with Ukes on the AEW video game, and Stu Grayson and Candice LeRae, uh, at that, have expiring contracts with their respectful com uh, respect respected companies. Um, so yeah, man, um, if you guys did miss that, this is Notorious Hills Podcast, episode 108, I believe. You can now find that on all platforms, man. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and if you want to see it first, join us right here on YouTube 4 p.m. Central's, like I said, and uh, around 10:15 ish tonight we had a bit of a Wi-Fi problem, so that's why we're on here 15 minutes late. But yes, join us at those times. Um, yeah, usually around 10:15 on a Monday, man, and 4 p.m. Central on a Friday, man. So with that, uh, with that, um, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the hosts of this very show. As for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. Going good. Just chilling out. Been chilling, man, this weekend. It's on Multiverse of Madness. I liked it. I liked it. Very I think, good. I thought it was good, man. Other than that, bro, I've just been chilling out. Watched Raw, sadly. Um, didn't have to go to work and watch Raw, so that's just a beautiful thing. And because of that combination, it just takes a lot out of Mondays. My God, Mondays are usually my most dreaded day of the week, just because I have to usually go to work and then come home and watch Raw. Good Lord. But I've been good, man. And of course, Duranka asked, how's life and family? I'm good, man. And they're great, man. They're great. But uh, what about you, Durante? Of course, what about you, bro? Uh, yeah. Um, Good uh good kind of kind of a weird day man and a lot of stuff dumped on me so my mind's kind of mm -hmm. in a knot right now um but okay. other than that man other than that bro uh everything ever it's just weird man it's just weird uh yeah mine's in a knot um oh. say i'm uh, yeah i guess you could say i'm good i'm good <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and then Durante, man, how's life? Life is life is weird, bro. And family, family is good, man. Family is good. I can't wait to see them. They're coming out later this week, bro. So always excited Hell to yeah. see my niece. And actually, happy birthday to to my niece, man. Today is oh, actually, shit. today is the day. 
Today is the day, man. Birthday, man. For sure. For sure, I will. Yeah, today is her actual birthday. So, happy birthday to my little niece, man. It's wild, bro. It's wild. I remember when. Well, never mind. She's still legit. Um, I remember. I remember when she was a new jit. So. And now, she, now she's a vet in the JIT game. So, yeah, bro, she's been a JIT for a while now. But I remember when she was a she was a new JIT. She's wild, bro. She's wild. Yeah, man. But life is fucking weird, bro. Life is weird. Like I said, mine's kind of in a knot personally, man. But um, yeah. And watching Raw doesn't help that. No, no, it was very hard to pay attention. It was very hard to pay attention tonight, bro. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm good. Uh, Logan says, yo, what's going on, bro? How are you, man? How are you? Um, Jonathan Fedna, comment of the day. What's up, boy? What's going on, bro? What's going on? What's up, Doug? Yeah, uh, shall we, with AEW Dynamite, man. We're talking about this first because uh, this is what I totally would rather spend the day, uh, spend majority of Unscripted talking about. AEW Dynamite, man. Um, Not from what I can remember, I'm sure we're going to stumble across something, but from what I can mm. remember, not too, too much to talk about, but every time I say that, uh, we're going to be we here an hour and a half later, just exactly. finishing Dynamite. So, um, yes, we opened the show with Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Fish in the qu- in a qualifier match to the Owen Hart Cup. Oh, speaking of the Owen Hart Cup, never mind. We might have a little. We might be here for a minute. They did <laughs> announce. They they did announce the bracket. They did announce the bracket. We're going to talk about that after the match, man, but I'm just going to throw that out there so I don't forget myself uh, to talk about this. But, yes, Jeff Hardy and Bobby Fish open the show. Uh, Obviously, going into this, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are both in the tournament, so I didn't really feel like they were going to put Bobby Fish in it, but there's always that chance. There's always that chance. Um, But... Yeah, yeah, man. Um, yes, Bobby Fish and Jeff Hardy. Um, mm, mm, yeah. Uh, man. Um, the the criticisms. Everybody was uh, making fun of Mr. Mm-hmm. Hardy after this match. Um, not necessarily his best showing. Um, if I do say so myself, uh, he was out there in his pink gear, so that was pretty cool, obviously, him being friends, him being friends with, with Owen, but, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, interesting, very interesting, what, what the, see, the thing to me is, you know, I love Jeff, I'll always love Jeff, Jeff is, Jeff is goaded, everybody knows that, thing is, I just think there's, other wrestlers that could have represented this tournament a little bit better. Yeah, um, I would say. The first two that come to mind that are kind of just like stick out like sore thumbs in this whole situation is Keith Lee and Andrade. Um, oh, I don't know why those guys aren't in some sort of tournament like this, but, you know, I, I, mean, I mean, I get it. Jeff Hardy's a big name and all, but... Uh, I kept seeing reports coming out of Jeff being banged up 
um, dude, there was no rush, man. There was no rush whatsoever, bro. If, if you were banged up, like, and you needed to take, you know, six, seven months off, please. Done it, man. You know what I mean? Your fucking return, your debut to this company would have been unbelievable if we knew you were waiting it out to come back fully healed, man. Yeah, and the way they debuted him, you know, they didn't tease a breakup of the HFO at all. It kind of was just, just they lost at the pay-per-view, and then everybody just wanted Matt out for some ungodly reason. Um, but it doesn't make any sense, man. And then they just dumped it off on Andrade, so it... I don't know, man. Not necessarily his best showing, and I really think this could have uh, paid dividends if... He would have just sat at home and just recovered. Mm -hmm. That way we can get a, you know, energized, ready-to-go Jeff Hardy and as opposed to him kind of slugging around, like, very winded. And, I mean, I get it. He's old. But, man, there's no rush, dude. Like, dude, take exactly. your time, man. Take your time. I mean, I know, I know time uh, at this stage of the game isn't necessarily as on his side as it used to be. But, um, you know... Him taking the him taking a couple months off would have definitely added some longevity to whenever exactly. he did want to commit to a final run. I mean, he's committing to it now, but man, he just looks very gassed out there. He just looks very gassed out there. He does. Um, but he needs to give himself a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, do some kind of you know TK loves to do it, man. Do some kind of long term storytelling where i don't know these two guys go away and for an extended amount of time and come back broken you know i, I think that would say. Mm -hmm. i think that would really help them definitely man i i was just thinking like this you know him wrestling sluggish and whatnot even though it seems like it's just like not injury but just general he needs a break shit right even if it wasn't breaking he was kind of just that's how he's moving nowadays. There's nothing wrong with that. But that just goes to show why uh, a broken gimmick was created and why they should still be broken. I don't know why they stopped being broken. This is this is the reason a broken gimmick was created. To give their bodies a break. And they just, they just stopped doing it. And it just pains them again, man. So, I love them, man. And... I hope they can take the time off, heal up, and return broken. Because I think that's what's best for them physically. Is it, it doesn't even have to be broken. Just a gimmick that makes him have to do less shit in the ring. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, Yeah, but Jeff Hardy... Jeff Hardy wins the... Uh, Jeff Hardy wins the Owen Hart qualifier... And they released the brackets. Um, they released the brackets. Uh, actually, I don't even think I need to pull it up. I believe I remember them. Okay, so all your first round matchups are... I believe it was Adam Cole versus uh, Dax Harwood, I believe. Mm -hmm. That one was, uh, yep. There was Kyle O'Reilly versus Ray Phoenix. Yep. Uh... Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen, which yeah. I love. And the last one was Samoa Joe versus the Joker. 
No, mm-hmm. not Barry Keegan. The Joker. <laughs> um, man, who could who could the Joker be? Um, there's two, two names. There's two. Yes, there's two very big options. I think everybody's floating these options around, man, and I think these two could very well happen. Um, I think they uh, very well could just happen, bro. And the two that, you know, I'm definitely going to put my pick towards uh, are, you know, the two popular ones. I really think it's going to be either one of these guys. Um, First one, uh, Cesaro. I think Mm -hmm. him him coming in might make a little bit more sense than the second guy right now. Yeah, I would say. Um, and the second guy is none other than Johnny Gargano. I would love to see Johnny Gargano come out as, uh, come out dressed in a Joker attire. Uh, we all know Johnny Gargano loves the comic book stuff. I know he's more of a Marvel guy. And I know, obviously, Joker's a DC character, but man, I would love that to see so well. Johnny Gargano come out with a Joker attire on, man. I think that would be really, really That'd cool. So... Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Um, however, I think having his first match against Samoa Joe... Now, here's the thing with Joe. It's Samoa Joe doesn't... Samoa Joe basically has a way out here, meaning all AEW really has to do to have him lose is, you know, have a Satnam Singh interference or a Jay Lethal interference in the match, you know. Um, what the hell they gotta do. Yeah, something like that, but I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily see Johnny coming in and winning in that kind of fashion. If I see Johnny coming in, I feel like he will be the the Joker of the little battle royal they're going to do at Double or Nothing, if they do one for the guys. I see that being a prime spot for Johnny Gargano. Mikey Ruckus teased as well that he's made a theme song that no one, that's not out yet, but uh, he thinks everyone is going to like it, uh, and it's going to be everyone's favorite. So, yeah, probably not at all. Uh, All my favorite AEW songs just so happen to not be made by him. Um, Which, bro... I don't want a Mikey Ruckus Gargano theme. Let that man just get a get, band. Bro, get Hope Vista, bro. Call her back exactly. up. Exactly. Get some female-led led band for Johnny. But don't let Mikey Ruckus touch that shit, bro. Please do not. No. God damn. No. Not that at all. That shit will be hot ass. That shit will be garbage. How the fuck will this start? Um, <clears throat> who knows what the fucking line to put, say to start the day. To put it into perspective... When this man was asked to make a theme song for Keith Lee, the first thing that came to his mind as far as the intro, and the intro to the song is almost everything, because that is the first thing people hear before they see your face, Uh, which is why I rag on WWE, which is why I rag on WWE so much for their stupid ass uh, things. They're, uh, you think you know me? (laughs) <laughs> he never did dude i will laugh every time he comes out like now. bro i love <laughs> the other side 
I love that song, but that intro ruins the song so hard for me, bro. So much, man. But, oh. <laughs> the fuck is that, dude? That is so fucking corny, man. Um, oh, it's genuinely so funny. The first thing of this man's theme song, which, like I said, is so important because that is what everybody hears before they see your face. The first day when he was brought, when he was presented with the idea of making the song for Keith Lee, the first, the intro of the song he came up with is Who Am I? Who am I? <laughs> bro, it's, it's so ass, bro. And says, you know what? I got it, bro. Bro gets in the booth to mouse him. <clears throat> who am I? Bro, bro he's not the fucking Riddler. We know who the fuck he is. <laughs> Jesus. No, who am I, bro? God. And that leads me to my next point. Speaking of the Riddler, if you guys have not yet purchased your official Notorious Hills podcast merchandise, hey. I forgot to do this. Um, you can now find it on bonfire, bonfire.com. You can find this in the link, uh, in the description of this video, and you can find it in the link to, uh, my bios on social media, except my Twitter is, uh, locked because of, uh, stupid age thing. Um, uh, but yes, if you guys have not yet got this man on the left, we got the base Notorious Hills podcast shirt and on the right, we got the Riddler inspired. I, uh, the best kept secret to the IWC band. So if you guys have not got your merch yet, you can now find that on bonfire.com back to Keith Lee. Yes, dude. The first words you come up with for this man is who am I? You got, you, you got in the booth and uttered. Who am I? Bruh. Come Bro, on, dude. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Oh, I I'd would. rather take that. At least he sung that song. And at least it's kind of fucking funny. But who am I? That shit's just ass. The fuck? God damn. Just. Oh, just stop it. We'll make you ruckus, bro. You can find so many better music producers out there, bro. I can. Bro. I can go back. I can look at my high school yearbook. Probably find a better music producer than Mikey Ruckus and that bitch. Come on, bro. Come on. Seriously, bro. Get fucking. We'll get William. Bro is not it. We'll get William to exactly. make him a fucking theme song. I don't know what it'll be about, but you know it'll be better than it'll be it'll be better than you know. God, how did we get on this topic? Um. Fuck. How did we? Oh, Joker. Who's Joker going to be? Oh, yes. And you mentioned that Mikey Ruckus is working on a theme song. It's going to be Lord. everyone's favorite. Well, if it's anything like All About the Boom, I probably won't like it. Uh, I know that's a hot take, Same. man, but I know I won't like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I fucking hate that song, I don't know, dude. I like Mikey Ruckus theme songs, bro. Bro, he is. They really are, dude. So... The only one, the only two I'll give him props on because they're bangers. He does not sing in them at all. Um, it's <laughs> Jade Cargill. She's cool. got a hard fucking theme song, bro. Jade Cargill's song goes hard. And Samoa Joe's song is, is heat, bro. Samoa Joe's song hey, is dude, heat. It's pretty good, man. 
Um, well, like, and funniest thing is, uh, Adam Cole's song would be fucking amazing without the fucking without like the rapping part of it. If it was just a little catchphrases thrown in there, I'd be fine. But just the rapping and that shit is so ass. It just kills it. The rapping when I hear Mikey Ruckus rapping about bombs and just kind of what the song is about you know just it's the song is about a bomb or you know a a boom or you know when i like the lyrics he raps does not make me think of adam cole whatsoever no what the fuck what the fuck are the lyrics something Tank full of propane, yeah, cocaine or some shit. The fuck? <laughs> I, I don't know about that part. I don't know about the other part. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, bomb tractor. I'm like a Fucking torch in a tank full of propane or something. Like, um, I got this whole dude. place blazed in gasoline or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. Fucking yeah, <laughs> burning people's shit down. The fuck, man. Uh, like, it's just when yeah. I hear the lyrics. The lyrics do not like when I hear those lyrics. They do not make me think. Oh, bro, that's just like that's fucking that's made for Adam Cole. Shit. Just like when you would yeah. hear Johnny Gargano's theme song and you would listen to the lyrics, it make you think about Johnny Gargano. Like, oh, that's fucking that's his character <clears throat> through and through. Exactly. Um. Uh. Uh, Alistair Black, uh, the yep. what, what was that song called? Um, what's the name of it? Uh, no, his uh, his NXT one. What is it? Root of All Evil? Oh, yeah, Root of All Evil. Um, that like you listen to the lyrics that of oh, that song and you're like, oh, dude, that's that's that's, man, that's Alistair Black, bro. Um, exactly. But in in a lot of his cases man you listen to the lyrics and it's like not like you do not at all think about the person which if you're making no. a theme uh, if you're making a theme song specifically for somebody that should be what you're looking for essentially you exactly. want to make a song like i could see if they gave they gave uh they gave moxley wild thing yeah. you know what i mean it's that really is a already wild. made song you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that obviously every single lyric isn't going to make you think about john moxley but when you're making a song but then again the band uh x i believe performs it they didn't make that specifically for john moxley but the fact that he exactly. creates theme songs specifically for somebody and not a single thing makes me think about that person. It's just not it, bro. That's Who am it. I? Man, that's a... Or, <sighs> or Malachi Black's fucking... The theme song he made for him. Malachi Black. <laughs> Garbage-ass shit, bro. I'm glad he didn't use that shit. <laughs> the fuck? Dude, <laughs> Mikey Rogers ain't it, bro. Hire someone else. Uh, speaking of that, that leads me, uh, actually, we'll come back to him in just a second, but that actually goes hand in hand with the next match. Um, yes, uh, the Joker, I believe it will be Claudio. Uh, I think, I think they might introduce him in AEW, but I think he will be a vital part of that ROH roster. Um, Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, man, I, I think it'll be him. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say Claudio, bruh, and I think we will see Johnny. Maybe we'll see Johnny and Wyndham at um double or nothing. I don't know, it man. Maybe be. they'll save one for Forbidden Door, but I'm not sure. Regardless, it's gonna be heat, but for the Joker, I'm gonna say Claudio. Same man, same it fits with the building of ROH, who his opponent will be because if Cesaro is going to ROH as his like main place to go, then obviously it makes sense to put him against someone who's also in ROH technically, so it makes sense, man. I, I think it's gonna be Cesaro, man. And I think Johnny of course still wants to be at home with this child, obviously. Yeah. And it's it's gonna be to uh, either the pay per view or next or double or nothing for um uh, us to get the uh oh wait reverse it either a double or nothing or a forbidden door to get gargano man yeah um yeah if i was tk i would definitely look into doing that because you have a money match with johnny gargano versus anybody in new japan um oh bro imagine a coda bro that shit would be fire, osprey man versus johnny fucking um anybody dude anybody johnny gargano is uh the b best wrestler on the planet 100 percent. he has been for a very long time now um mm -hmm. but yes that leads me to the next point blackpool combat club versus uh butcher blade and and helico William Regal was calling him Angelico. Um, Angelico. Uh, speaking <laughs> of... <laughs> speaking of um, Mikey Ruckus, Wheeler Yuta, why the fuck did you give him Drew McIntyre's theme song remastered? Bro, the hell? When the... you think of Wheeler Yuta, what the hell makes you think of a sword... Why is there sword noises in Wheeler Yuta's in Wheeler Yuta's uh, entrance music, bro? What is that? Bro, get Mikey Ruckus out of here, bro. Come on. I like... love Wheeler Yuta, ma'am. And you know, I see there's nothing wrong with this group or whatever, bro. But this no. this is this has got to be brought up, man. Definitely, what? man. Logan says is the Joker showing up this Wednesday? Unfortunately. I don't think... The next match, I believe, is I think it's Adam Cole versus Dax for next week. But I think, um, I'm guess they saved the Joker for the last match of the I, first round. I think so. I think so, man, That's for sure. But man, um, yeah, bro. I mean, what the hell? Uh, what is this man's theme song, bro? I don't even know what his theme song was before, but like, like god damn, what? This guy's coming out here, like I said, to Drew McIntyre's remastered theme song, bro. Like, why is there sword noises in Wheeler Yuta, of all people? Why are there sword noises in his entrance music? When, like, this what... Don't make sense. What would make you put that in the song? Like, sword noises? I to, bro, I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't, man. You could get so much better music for Wheeler Yuta. Like, the other day we were talking about what music could fit a man. And definitely not fucking sword noises. The no. fuck? <laughs> fucking A, bro. 
Um, I mean, Mikey Ruckus just makes what he wants to make and doesn't really put it with the person he's making it for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or just making it. He just gets the uh, idea and he said, "I want to make a song with sword noises," and just makes it for Wheeler Yuli because that's the next person he's gonna make a song for. It's like, come on, bro, come on, get Jim Johnson or somebody else. Jim Johnson is fantastic, bro. I don't know why you wouldn't immediately look at him who's made countless, literally countless theme songs that are fantastic and they fit the person so well and they make that person so much more identifiable and, you know, um, we always uh, bring this up, man, but Jim Johnson's music was so good He'll genuinely make you like a wrestler just because their theme song is fire. Like, they'll be the most average person on the world, bro. They'll be the most average, average wrestler in the entire world. But because they got a Jim Johnson track, bro, and it slaps, they'll genuinely be... Yes, 100%. 100%, bro. Like, bro, fuck ride back. But man, was that song heat, bro. Uh-huh. That shit was flames. And it was Ryback. Come on, bro. Like, Mikey Ruck can never, bro. Come on, bro. Nope. Hell no. But yeah, man. I don't know what's wrong with this dude. I don't know why this man, Wheeler Yuta, is coming out to sword noises. But it is. Um, I mentioned the other day. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I can imagine somebody like uh, Tyler, the creator, like, mm-hmm. obviously not a, a pre-made song, or maybe you can find a pre-made song. He makes really good music, but somebody like him, like maybe some kind of like hip hop and Tyler, the creator, or even go to him and ask him to make a song. Um, yeah. I think he could make some kind of like fucking upbeat track that'll like get you hyped for like Wheeler Yuta, but it's still like a badass like hip hop song. I think that'd be dope exactly. as hell, bro. Um, you know, somebody like that. Uh, who was the one dude? Not Josiah Williams. Uh, he did the Gallus. Uh, Mega Ran? Mega Ran. Yeah, get him or something. Him, bro. I think like, his voice His voice is good as hell, man. But somebody like that, I mean, he's already a big wrestling fan. So I, I would I would do something like that for Wheeler Yuta. Like some kind of like badass like hip-hop song. Kind of like Hook. You know, exactly. Uh, it, it, it's sick, and uh, I'd like a little more of that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, man. So, yes. What was what was next? Well, I guess we could start talking about whatever. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, Dante Martin and Ray Phoenix had a qualifying match later in the show for the Owen Hart Cup. Uh, Yes, Dante Martin and Ray Phoenix. This was Ray Phoenix's return match. They had a fantastic match. uh, Very cool high-flying action. You knew these two were going to give it to you, man, and they did just that. Ray Phoenix, obviously, in the end, did end up picking up the victory against Dante Martin. But, uh, yeah, Alex Oberhantes was ringside dressed in normal clothes. Uh, I still can't stand him, but I couldn't stand him even more dressing up like Valak. Um, Jeez, yeah, not it whatsoever. I don't know who thought that would resonate with people. I have no idea who thought that. Whoever did, 
needs to go. Um, Bro saved his Halloween costume he bought from in the fucking October for this fucking moment and the shit. Uh, God, not it, dude. dude. Not it at all. I don't like it. I don't like any of this. They need those two need a whole ass revamp. No fucking um, Alex Oberhantes. New like they they need they need everything new, bro. They really do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So great match. Uh, great match. Uh, by these two man and Ray Phoenix ends up uh you know winning this match and going on to uh going on to. Um, advance in the uh, get himself a spot in the tournament. Oh shit, we never ended up talking about the Blackpool Combat Club match. Um, and we just sat here and talked about Wheeler Yuta's theme song for like 10 minutes. Yes, the Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club versus uh, Butcher Blade and Angelico. Um, fuck, <laughs> man. Wheeler, uh, uh, not Wheeler, uh, William Regal had a promo package video package all of them did had a promo mm -hmm. uh, video package in uh in the blackpool combat club dojo uh That's where they were cool. all training wheeler yuda and it was kind of like a it was kind of like a three minute montage of them just beating the holy fuck out of wheeler <laughs> yuda in the back <laughs> they were fucking everyone beat cody's ass for no reason bro they were they were beating the hell out of that man bro i don't know i don't know what I don't, I don't know what ailed them to do that shit, but they were beating the holy hell out of him. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. But other than that, other than obviously just I'm watching it and it's really good, but I'm just thinking to myself the whole time. I'm just thinking to myself. I'm like, this person getting whooped. I'm like, damn. I'm like, bro, they've been beating. I've been beating or they've been beating to death for like the past 50 seconds, bro. And it <laughs> But, no, bro. <laughs> his ass. Yeah, bro. They were just beating his ass. I'm like, bro, they've been beating his ass for the past 50 seconds. And it was only like a minute clip. And the past 10 seconds, or the last 10 seconds were them just ferociously staring in the camera. I was like, okay. Yeah, All right. It's fucking, hell yeah. But, um, <clears throat> yes, regardless, it was very, very good, bro. I really, really enjoyed, uh, I really, really enjoyed the... Um, the video package, it was very cool, very well put together. I wish they would do stuff like that more. Like, I love yeah. me a nicely shot in their own environment video package. Very cool, bro. bro. Very cool. Um, I remember the Mustafa Ali ones, the old Mustafa Ali ones. Because, yeah. Uh, those were really cool. Like, he, like, picked, like, his perfect setting, and he just, he just talked, bro, and it was golden. But, um, oh, yeah, That's yeah very like fucking mm -hmm. the early days of EC3 and outside of when he started the controller narrative, he had a cool setting with the little projector on his mm -hmm. face in the background. Like, that yeah. shit's cool. I want to yeah. see more people do shit like that. Yeah, those like early EC3 vignettes were some of the best vignettes you'll ever find, bro. Those were goaded, man. Were those were goaded. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So with that, with that, uh, yes, the Blackpool Combat Club pick up another victory in what just seems like the perfect situation to bring out trios titles. They win another match here 
And yeah, man, they, they pick up the W again against the Butcher, Blade, and Angelico. Uh, they picked up the win again, man, and continue their wave of momentum. So it's nice to see. And man, this this team is just tailor made for those trios championships, man. They really are. Oh, truly, man. <clears throat> yeah, man. They they got to be the first one to win it, bro. I'd be okay with the elite. Yeah, I, I'd understand that one. But this, it just fits these three. It does. So it does. Well. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. Um, hmm. All right, now I guess we could talk about. Uh, well, there's not really much to say on this, but there was a stage promo between Thunderosa. And Serena Deeb. Yeah, there was like a stage promo between Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. They were just standing on the stage talking to each other. And it was announced that their match will be taking place at Double or Nothing. So, nice, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, nothing really much to talk about there. But, uh, yeah. It's just been Serena Deeb's been built up. Great. So, she's the only legit person who deserves a shot. At the championship, exactly. man. They've been building her up for a couple months, man. And, yeah, it's going to be cool to see, bro. Uh, so, yeah, super excited for that match. Um, Chris Jericho. Um, sorry. The Wizard. Chris Jericho. Bro, he's going to stop, bro. Did the influencer, and then he tried to do another one. I forgot the one he, the other one he tried, and that's a fucking wizard. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> bro, about the fucking wizard. Bro fucking thinks he's Harry Potter. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, somebody gotta stop this man, bro. We need a break from Jericho, bro. I need a break from Jericho. I'm tired of it, bro. Bro's the wizard, then he's the influencer. Next will be the fucking magician. Then will be the fucking hypnotist. The fuck is next, bro? The fuck is next? Oh man, what the hell, bro? I, I was like, I just looked at the TV. I just looked at the TV. Wow, like, uh, you know, I'm playing on my phone as they're making their entrances, and I just hear the wizard. It's like, what? The fucking wizard? I'm like, the fuck, man. And. It, I look up and Chris Jericho standing right, right there, and I just hear the wizard. And I look up, I'm like, "What? The wizard? Like, who the fuck is the wizard? Like, bro, what are we? What is this fucking Lord of the Rings, bro? Oh my god, man! Chris Jericho, I'm like, the fuck? Seriously, bro? Seriously, man? Fucking guy thinks he's Hagrid or some shit. So. Chris Jericho is Chris Jericho is the wizard and he is uh he has a grudge match against Santana uh he does end up losing uh uh Santana does end up losing to Chris Jericho via distraction 
as the numbers gain by the Jericho Appreciation Society. A lot of people think this is leading up to blood and guts and AEW is going to bring in Homicide, uh, yeah, Homicide and um, Hernandez yeah, for, uh, for blood and guts. And my God, bro, can Santana and Ortiz just be free, bro? Bro, I'm telling you, can they just be free from the shackles of Jericho, bro? Whether he's with them or against them, just stop it, bro. Let them be a, just a tag team on the roster, bro. Please. What is so difficult about doing that, bro? And, man, every single week, it's the numbers game. Bro. Every week, bro. Cut it out. Please. Just stop, bro. Just stop. The shit ain't good. The shit ain't no. good, bro. Jericho need, needs a break, bro. We need a break. He needs a break. Everyone benefit. And I'm taking a break. My God, I'm tired of it. Honestly, dude, honestly, I'm so, so, so tired uh, of this stuff from Chris Jericho, man. I mean, my God, you have nothing left to prove, bro. Please, you have nothing Literally, left bro. to prove. You are one of the goats, man. You have nothing left to prove, dude. Please, God, make you it take stop. Breaks, bro. It'll make people like him more. Honestly, dude. Honestly. So if Santana and Ortiz aren't getting held down by Chris Jericho, they are just losing to him. This is an endless cycle, man. The only one that seemed to make it out unscathed was Sammy Guevara, and he fucked himself. Exactly. Uh, you know, so it's... So, <sighs> circle might have been a curse, bruh. God damn, that fucking faction might have been a curse. Honestly, dude. Honestly. So, yeah. <sighs> Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho picked the victory up against Santana. And, yeah, man, that was, uh, that was that. And after the match, the numbers gain. Take advantage of Santana and Ortiz and the Jericho Appreciation Society is standing tall again. Man, just, dude, please, please, man, please. I, I don't want to see this, dude. Like, I genuinely do not want to see this. And I genuinely like everybody in the group. Literally. Everybody in the group. Is, like, Jericho, 2.0, Garcia, Hager, they all have something for them. This is not it. Mm -hmm. This is not it, dude. Um, everybody in the group is so good, man, uh, individually, and obviously 2.0 is a tag team, but, like, dude, please just the make hell. it stop, man. Just make exactly. it stop. The wizard, the influencer, the... Dude, just dude, just stop just it. Stop. The sports dude. entertainer, please. That's what it was. That's what the fuck it was. Oh, his yeah, his other nickname, yeah. Ugh. Please, no. Just please make it stop, man. Please. Exactly. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, so that was that, man. Adam Page comes out to cut a promo on CM Punk. He mm -hmm. and... Uh, 
I don't hate it, but, you know, fans were saying this was a heel promo. I don't get that no. at all. If Dude, say anything. If Stone Cold Steve Austin were to cut this same promo, everybody would have been like, oh, it's badass Austin. Well, don't you know, Austin, like, and now, babyface people. yeah, now, Hangman uh, feels threatened, as he should, that someone's coming mm-hmm. for his championship and someone wants what he's got, and he's, he's standing up for himself. He's talking his yeah. shit, as he should. He's the That's world the champion. Um, it was badass. I love this promo. Uh, awesome, badass babyface promo, man. Uh, obviously, uh, this immediately opened the floodgates. Oh, AEW's already given up on their top babyface because he couldn't draw a- as a babyface, so they're going to turn him. Dude, this was just badass babyface hangman, bro. This exactly. is This is how I imagine the lone cowboy acting, like a badass, not a dweeb. I don't know what... Exactly. This, mm-hmm. this is long-term booking. He went from being, you know, this sad, scared, you know, person that couldn't get it done, to now he has the confidence, so now he wills talk badass, and he's not a bad guy for doing it. Doesn't make sense, bro. It really don't. No, not at all. He you said... Yeah, he said... Uh, Hangman said he wishes... He could stand across the ring from CM Punk and shake his hand and have a classic. But he said, unfortunately, that's not going to happen because at double or nothing, I am going to destroy CM Punk. There will be no handshake. There will be no code of honor. I was like, damn, that's sick, bro. That's sick. Uh, One ring of honor guy saying that to another. That's pretty cool, bro. That's pretty cool. And I love how... Hangman is not just being the baby face who just wants to put on a classic nope. with CM Punk. He, he wants to retain his title. He's going to do what he's got to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly, bro. Love I love it. Awesome. Awesome baby face promo here by Hangman Page. Sick. Sick stuff, bro. I love it. Exactly. I love it, man. Mm-hmm. People don't realize, yeah, he's talking like that you know, now. And even though this match can really go anyway, I can see both. But saying man is the winner, he's gonna shake CM Punk's hand and shit. They know that, right? And yeah. he's talking in the will. game just to have confidence, because that's right. how you do it. <laughs> but people can't see that, bro. People can't see it. Flew people take things literally bro. at face value. <laughs> Chris Jericho's a wizard. Yeah, Thunder <laughs> Rosen. Like. He, I don't know if I, I would say this, bro, but Thunder Rose, not Thunder Rose, Serena Deeb, she looked old, man. I can't lie, that camera angle was not doing her justice, bro. She looked old. Yeah, I seen, I seen Logan had, uh, had, uh, I seen Logan had texted me about it, telling me that he didn't like the promo. Uh, I honestly, I, I honestly I don't, don't even remember much. it. I, I genuinely don't even remember it. I just remember her looking old man yeah she she does she does um uh yeah man but yeah i honestly don't even remember it man i don't i genuinely don't even remember it maybe after this i'll go back and watch it but uh yeah i i just genuinely cannot remember it cannot remember it man um 
Yeah, man. So... We had Wardlow. Wardlow. Look, man. This man better, better come out to War Pigs at Double or Nothing, bro. That it's will go be, so hard, bro. Double or, Double or Nothing about to be a movie, bro. It really is, bro. That shit. That <laughs> shit about to go hard, bro. That shit is about God, to go man. hard. Um, <clears throat> or, I don't know if they'll do it at Double or Nothing. I think they might do it right after because what's going to happen, because technically, you know, storyline-wise, he's employed by MJF, and when he beats MJF, he'll be released from his contract. Technically, he won't be there, you know what I mean? But then I'm basing Tony Khan or somebody will come out and announce a new signee, which will be Wardlow, obviously, in that moment. And I think that's when they might do the song. I don't know if they'll do it at Double or Nothing. Uh, maybe, um, what did MJF say about his promo, or, uh, his contract, I mean? He said he was, they were gonna do a contract signing next week? Oh, so we'll probably yeah, see this week what, what that entails. Because, how it'll probably work is the night after Double or Nothing, not the night after, the Wednesday after Double or Nothing, uh, MJF will be like, yeah, he won his match, you guys are happy, but he's gone now. Since he's not employed by me anymore. And then that's when he'll be signed to AEW. They'll sign him to AEW. And I think that's when they'll debut the song. I think he's still going to do his, I don't know, handcuff entrance at Double or Nothing or some different, or is there some version of it. Maybe. Maybe, bro. It'd but, be cool um. Spice up that entrance by like rolling him in on like a, like a uh, prisoner transport. Not like a prisoner. But like a security <laughs> transport where he's kind of like locked up in a car and like take him out. That'd be pretty sick. Something yeah, like that. Would, that would be pretty sick. Uh, yeah, man. So Wardlow faces MJF's hand-picked opponent. MJF says, you are going to face W or no, William Morrissey. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. It's pretty dope. Pretty dope, man. Yeah. And like he it. comes out, and you just see W. Morrissey w. <laughs> on his name thing. I was like, okay, mm. never mind. Um, yeah, man. But we see, uh, we see W. Morrissey. We see W. Morrissey here on Dynamite. He looked great. Uh, MJF was uh, being a dick to him as well. Um, made him lower his hand oh, to yeah. give him a high five. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, yeah, W. Morrissey comes out here, man. And, yeah, the crowd gave him a nice reception. There was a very loud, we want Enzo, no we don't, chant. Where does yeah, the Enzo, Enzo Amore hate come from? I do not get it. Dude, I don't get it. I really don't. People, that was the, that, he's the definition of people turning on somebody. He used to be so loved, and now he's like one of those people where you even say his name and people are like disgusted for some reason. I don't get it. I mean, he was. I, I really don't. He was. I mean, he was cleared of all his charges, bro. Like he, he's, he's innocent. I. And that's the weird thing that like most people don't even talk about that. They just mention how bad he is. Like he's like, they people make him seem like he's fucking. 
Ryback bad. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Yeah, I mean, he, he, I mean, he was never the best wrestler, but, like, nobody really expected that out of him because his promo ability was just that good, you know? Exactly. And look at someone like The Miz. The Miz isn't as entertaining on the mic as Enzo, and he's even worse in the ring. At least Enzo could sell. Miz can't sell. Enzo could Mind sell like a motherfucker, bro. Exactly. It, it, it's just this weird hatred for him that I just don't get. Yeah, it's, it's 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 so weird, man. It's so weird. I don't get it, bro. I I always loved Enzo. Uh, unpopular opinion, but I was a very big fan of his work in the cruiserweight division. Not his in ring work, but like some of his promos yeah. and stuff like that were very like very good, bro. Very good, yeah. uh, top tier stuff. Um, I thought. Um, exactly. And the whole cruiserweight roster was out there that one night, and he was roasting every single he was one of them. Ro- he baked. Every single one of them, bro. I was like, damn. Was he? Yeah, was bro. He, he is damn yeah, entertaining. And I mean, <clears throat> if you listen to the man himself on like interviews, he seems like a very cool and more so a very yeah, smart person. guy. He seems like a very yeah. smart guy and he seems very genuine. He just seems like a really cool person, bro. I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand the Enzo Amore hate, but yeah, there was a very loud "We want Enzo" chant, and then obviously after a minute, that got combated by the "No, we don't." Um, I don't know why, man. Uh, Cass started doing his uh, Enzo's little dance, and then did this thing, telling the crowd <laughs> to go fuck themselves, pretty much. Uh, Wardlow would eventually take advantage, man, and hit him with, I believe, two power bombs. Um, or maybe one, mm-hmm. or was it one, or was it two? I think it was two. Think yeah, I, I, I thought sure. it, I thought it was two as well. So yeah, man, he hits him with two power bombs, I believe, and puts W. <clears throat> Morrissey away. WWE oh. is said to be very impressed by this. <laughs> Dude, it's so. There's two. There's two reasons why that's funny. It's funny because first of all. WWE is only ever liking someone when they're on AW, but bro's been on fucking Impact for, yes, for a while now, and nobody gave a fuck. That's how irrelevant Impact is. It's fucking hilarious, bro. Bro, God damn. Honestly, dude. Honestly, like, and the fact that they were working, working with Impact towards the Royal Rumble, it's like, what? Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, bro. It doesn't make any sense. Like, you guys were working with them to get Mickey James, and you didn't notice one of your ex guys was over there, and you are very impressed with him. Like, bro, man, this this this, this company is so hypocritical, bro. Uh, I'm telling you, but I'm I'm happy for for Cass, bro. Yeah. He he looked nervous. I could tell in his entrance, he looked nervous, man. He did. But. He did great. He, he, I'm happy for him. He had a great showing, and I'm happy he was able to show himself on a on an actual platform that's not Impact. <laughs> yeah, if you could even call that a platform. Um, it's not. Yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, he had a fantastic showing, man. He had a fantastic showing. Very good, very good stuff by uh, very good stuff by W. Morrissey. Um, 
yeah, getting a chance to redeem himself, bro. But yeah, I don't I don't get all the Enzo hate, bro. I really don't. I really don't, man. I always liked Enzo. I always thought he was entertaining as shit. Um, like I said, nobody I ever Yeah, nobody ever expected mm -hmm. him to be Johnny Gargano. At least I didn't. Uh, no. I you know, so yeah, I don't know why you expect this man to be Johnny Gargano in the ring, but he wasn't really that good in the ring, man. And what did what did you guys expect? I don't know, man. I don't know, but uh, exactly. yeah, stick to it till the day I die. Enzo and Cash should have won at WrestleMania 33 over the Hardy Boys in that fucking that multi-man match, the multi-tag match. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, 100%. The fact that they robbed those guys of that moment, utterly ridiculous, that bro. That's like, the process of the breakup. Yeah. And that that group just broke up way too soon, man. And it seemed like way ever since they broke up, bro, their their uh their 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 lives just went down uh personally. Yeah. Uh, fresh news uh, back at it again with the terrible takes, man. Um, Just look at how Cody looks on WWE TV way better than he ever did on AEW. Bro's already wrestling for the mid-card title, bruh. Bro looks the exact same, if not smaller. Stop the cap, bruh. Stop the cap. Bro was way grander in AEW than he already is in WWE. Bro had one, bro had a mania moment. That's all he had. Yeah, Come on. yeah. Come on. Um, yeah, man. And then uh, there was also this weird, very weird segment with the House of Black. Um, yeah, this was weird. Like, bruh, first of all, you got Brian Pillman Jr. standing in the ring with a mic in his hand. Uh, <laughs> um, Fucking some would say Brian that's your first Pillman mistake. Dude. Um, literally, dude is not it on the bike, bro. Oh, man, I mean, promo seriously, bro. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's the best way to get the man how to to teach to try to get the man, uh, you know, yeah. learning. But fuck, man. Fuck, is he rough? On the fucking bike, man. Dude, it, like, it's like ooh. I was telling I was telling you this the other day. Like I like Brian Pillman. I, I think he's all right. I think he's I think he has the potential to be to be a star one day if if he you know if he works towards it. I think he definitely I think the potential is there, but he cuts like these fiery baby face promos as if he's like Johnny Gargano, per se, and nobody's behind him. <laughs> like nobody's behind him like that, bro. Like. He's cutting these like fiery baby face promos, and nobody. I mean, the guys act like Johnny Gargano in 2018 every time he every time like, he speaks. Like, bro, you're just what? I don't get it, man. It it just it. shit's funny as hell. It doesn't make it doesn't make much sense, man. I'm like, why is this guy? I'm like, I'm like, uh, why, why? Why is this guy like? Why does he just cut promos like that, man? It's just, it's so odd, bro. It's so odd. But yes, it really is, bro. Uh, next thing you know, they talked about how Julia was getting the poison in her mind or whatever, and the House of Black came out, and 
they attack the Varsity Blondes. They attack the Varsity Blondes and, uh... Um... They... You know, Julia Hart's standing in the corner, and you can see the black makeup around her eye. Like, you could see it was there. You know, it's it's getting yeah. more, more and more. You know, this is what I call long-term booking. How long ago did he spit in her face? Dude, that was a minute ago. That was what a fucking was hot minute ago, bruh. But remember. the emergence of Judgment Day, the Judgment Day, is real long-term booking. Three weeks, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Three weeks, man. Dude, I, that dude's got to be satire. I made a couple tweets about long-term booking. I, I really hope it's satire, man, because, my God, the fuck, man. Uh, Yeah, man, but it's been long-term booking. They're still building it up. I thought they were just going to shoot it this week, but they didn't, man. They didn't, so. No. Uh, it was kind of awkward that they didn't, that they kind of set it up to do it this week and just didn't. Executed. I don't know. Yeah. I would have just, I would have just executed it, man. But that's just me, man. But um, yeah, it was kind of awkward. Can't lie, but not bad. But Brian Pillman on the mic, man, dude. Bro, just ain't it. I can't lie. Bro, just is not it on the mic. He, you give him a couple more tries, but he he, he hasn't learned much since he started, man. No, no, not at all, man. He just. Yeah, but, um, oh, got, got new news, man. I guess this, I guess this wasn't long-term booking. The fact that Malachi Black no. spit in her eye like five months ago. Months. And Literally. now it's it's just turning up. I will say, Fresh New did have, just have a take that I kind of agree with, man. He said the light, he, he, did, he thought, he said the lighting was bad. I don't think it was bad, but they brought back that old crowd lighting the whole crowd was lit up personally don't care for that i i like what they were doing recently where it was that more nxt lighting where it was kind of just slightly illuminated crowd and focus on the ring not a fan of the whole lit up crowd let me let me watch let me click on one of these videos real quick i i kept seeing everybody saying that rampage. but oh was yeah, it rampage old, it was rampage where they brought back the old lighting of lighting up the whole crowd yeah. And not it for me. <clears throat> um, and then he proceeds to have a bad take of he thinks Murphy should be the leader for Bowers and Black, which don't get it. Hold on. You kind of broke up there briefly. What were you saying? Uh, Yeah, I was just saying. And then he had a take where he thinks Buddy Murphy should be the leader of the House of Black, which... Don't know how you come to that conclusion. What? The house. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll just rename it the House of Buddy. Uh, Literally. Why would you? The group is named after Black. Literally. Who knows, bro? Who knows? But yeah, I will say I, I'm not a fan of. I. It's not bad. I don't think it's bad, like Fresh News says, but not not for me. Not the bad lighting for me. And. Yeah, well, I'm not even really noticing it. It kind of looks the same to me. Hmm. Well, what I noticed, it looks like the old crowds, the old AEW crowds, where it was just it, completely lit up. Well, yeah, like, when I think about that lighting, I think about, like, the whole crowd being lit up in, like, green and, like, blue. No. 
remember how AEW used to do it in the start where it was just just lit up where you could see where you could basically see every individual in the crowd. Right. That's what they brought right. back. Yeah, I I personally like the darker atmosphere as well. Um, I like it uh, kind of how NXT used to do it, you know, where the lights would dim and the only spotlights would be on the ring. That was it. Exactly. That was that's it. That's the light um, I like. That's, you know, focuses on the talent, you know what I mean? And don't shine lights in people's faces. That's Please what I, no. that's, that's what no. this, that's what looks so, that's, that's what looks so bad to me whenever you're watching like a Raw or a SmackDown, bro. Just imagine sitting there and having red or blue lights just being shined in your face oh. the whole time. Like, Jesus Christ. I, was, I don't know if it was one of the manias, but I remember that one pay-per-view. It might have been a SummerSlam where they were chanting fucking turn off the lights because they were, couldn't, because the crowd literally couldn't They couldn't, couldn't see, see, yeah. In like, bro, I'd be so pissed. Oh, God, yeah. I'd fucking walk I'd go up in the rafters, turn off them damn lights myself, bro. The fuck? Yeah, 100%. But yeah, so it was very weird. They beat up the Varsity Blondes, handed Julia Hart a chair. She was going to hit Griff Garrison. Griff Garrison, instead of moving, just puts his hands up, and he's like, no, no. Mm -hmm. like, and Julia raises the thing all the way above her head, like, it just looked so bad, dude. It just looked so bad. And she ended up not hitting him. Yeah, bro. So so Black walks up to her and just rips her mask off of her face. Death Triangle comes out. She's laying in the ring, and she's just laying there. And that's how it, that's how it ends. They just get out of the ring and left. Like, bro, what the fuck was that? What? You're just that's who, done it. Bro. That shit was not it. That shit was awkward as hell. It genuinely seems, bro, like the House of Black's booking since Revolution has drastically plummeted, bro. Drastically, oh, man. Bro. Like, it just, man, it it's just not. What's up? Fresh News says, real question. How do okay. you guys feel about the dirt sheets saying that Hook and Dan Howe and are becoming a romantic couple. I'm for it. Uh, that's a troll. I ain't hear that. They ain't saying that, bro. Nah. I don't know how you came up with that troll. That's some weird shit, bro. That's are you talking about shit. a romantic, like a romantic couple in real life, or like a romantic couple on like dynamite? Um, I'm guessing he's saying on dynamite. But hell, no, nah, bro. Get that weird shit out of here. No, Get that fucking. I have. I haven't heard that, bro. I haven't heard that, but you know, I hope I don't. Um, that's gotta be trolling. Because that, that, that's a definition of troll right there. Yeah, I, I haven't heard that, man. I haven't heard that. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully not, man. But I, I, I haven't heard I that haven't at all, bro. Um, I, but um, <laughs> as far as them oh, as as far as them as a tag team, is uh, uh, um, what's wrong with that? Just nah, bruh. Hook and Danhausen ah, as a romantic Oms. couple. First of all, I don't care for Danhausen and himself that much. He's not bad. I don't. I'm not. I don't got the look of hate for the man, but <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not big crazy into a man. But I hate couples in general on on shows, bruh. I hate it. I can't stand Guevara and fucking Take Conti. I couldn't stand when fucking John Cena would bring up Nikki Bella. None of it. 
I, I, I'm not a fan of they very, very rarely work. Um, and, uh, the, the, <laughs> Logan, Look at um, Logan. on his campaign. Uh, I mean, the obvious thing that's wrong with that is why would you put them as an on-screen couple if, why would you put them as an on-screen couple if they're not a couple? I think that's what's wrong with it. Uh, I'm not sure where you were going. I'm not sure. On the weekends. Yeah, I, yeah, no, that would not be cute at all. Uh, I mean, if, if they were, if they were together, (laughs) if they were together for real, then like, all right, it makes a little bit of sense, but. Why the hell would you even do that? That's got to be a troll, though, man. I, I, I'm it's sorry, bro. Be I can't troll. believe you. I can't believe you. There. I, I ain't believing you, bro. You lost all credibility. <laughs> Damn. You sound um, like ringside right now with these thirst trap posts talking about news. That shit out of here. And in the main event, Mercedes Martinez ended up defeating Deanna Perrazzo for the a, um, ROH. Um. What the fuck? Um. Like, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. She ended up defeating Diana Perrazzo for the ROH. Uh, yeah. Seriously, please mm-hmm. is right. Um. Yeah, bro. Uh, she ended up defeating Diana Perrazzo for the ROH Women's Championship, and she uh, becomes the uh, undisputed. Ring of Honor Women's World Champion, man. So, congrats to Mercedes Martinez. Solid match. Yeah. Solid match, man. And, yeah, no complaints at all. Very solid match to end the show for AEW Dynamite. And, yeah, it uh, um, does nothing but good for uh, the next one of these ROH shows that we're getting, man. So, very, uh, very, very, very good match. Very good match by these two, as expected. Exactly. I love to see it. Deanna Peraza was cool to see on a wider you know, thing outside of Impact that she does a lot of Impact. Gotta feel bad for these Impact people, man. Holy shit. Notice any time they show up on an AEW, they, they're amazed by the scale of it. It just goes to show you how fucking small Impact really is, bro. But good to see her in a bigger light. I hope we see her more. And good showing for the ROH Women's Titles, man. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Um... WWE. Oh. Yeah. What? WWE. <laughs> we got this episode of Raw tonight, man. We're going to be talking about Backlash on Friday. Pretty solid show. Pretty solid show. I was able to watch it this morning uh, as I, that I had nothing really to do today. Um, so yeah. I was able to go back and uh, watch WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, solid, uh, solid show, man. Solid show. Um, all right, we opened the show with RK Bro, and they talked about they talked about having. Um, That would be dope. ROH coming to HBO Max. I would hope so, man. I would hope so. That, yeah, that would that would be pretty dope. I would like that a lot. Um, I haven't got that shit either. I can't lie. I ain't going to cap. Yeah. Yeah, I I did watch it. Like I said, solid show. Um, 
Yeah, it was solid. It was solid, I can't lie. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, yes. So, we opened the show with, um, we opened the show with RK-Bro talking about how, um, you know, kind of just cutting a generic promo against, you know, the Usos, you know, kind of the whole... The whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're going to eventually get our hands on them and this and that, you know, kind of just, they're just, they're, you know, men. normal shit. Um, normal talking about the feud shit. Yeah. Uh, the Street Profits then came out and uh, I guess they earned themselves a Raw Tag Team Championship match. Lo and behold, I have no idea how they did this, but they did it. And they told uh, RK-Bro, not only do they want the titles, but they want the smoke. Oh. So, RK-Bro then defeats them in the uh, Raw Tag Team title match that happened right after that, man. Pretty good match, man. It's not like we've seen it like fucking six times in the last month, but... You know, that's not even possible, but it still happens. Uh, I don't know how WWE does these things. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, but, yes, RK-Bro does defeat the Street Profits in a title match that I have no idea how... How they got. I have no idea how they got that, man. I, I do not whatsoever. What this show is. Cody got a title match. I don't know how the fuck he got that shit. Uh, he, he won two matches. He's had two, well, he's had more than two, but he's won, what, three matches, I think? Uh, I think four? Yeah, it might have been four. I don't remember the fourth match, but I think... It was that uh, tag match. I was going to say, yeah, that fucking six-man where you Mm -hmm. just fucking... Where you tried to help Ezekiel up. Oh, Lord. I'll never forget that when bro rushed through fucking the crowd to help Ezekiel up from the floor. That was the most Cody shit ever. (laughs) Good guy, Cody. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, that happened. And then, next up, we get... You think you know me? (laughs) You never did. (laughs) Bro, that shit sounds so overly dramatic, bro. What the hell is that? I laugh my ass off every time I fucking... Every time I hear that, I fucking giggle, bro. I'm like, yo. (laughs) Like... Bro, they were so they really... out of pocket for doing this shit, bro. Like, come they on had, now. Record that, talking about yeah, that shit. He, yeah, and that shit. <laughs> That's so Jesus unnecessary, Christ. bro. It's so fucking unnecessary. It's and so they've... corny too. Yeah, and not only uh, is the group name bad enough, I don't like the name Judge Judgment Day. They added no. a the. To the beginning of it. Needless the, bro. Talking about the Judgment Day. What? That doesn't even make sense. No. Oh, shit. It man, doesn't bro. at all. And I, I love... I'm sorry, failure. Yeah, dude. Um, My God. The sounds very cool in front of certain things, bro. Yeah. Not this. Uh, I love no. uh, The Hangman. I think shit like that sounds cool as hell, bro. I think mm-hmm. shit like that sounds cool as hell. But in this case, the Judgment Day. How does like what what is that? You know what I was oh, thinking I was... about while I was mm-hmm. watching Backlash? 
You know who would be a very cool fit for this group? Hmm. Baron Corbin. Bro, bring back that Corbin. I was just I was thinking about that, dude. I was thinking about that when I was watching his match against Mad Cat Moss. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, if they did away with this happy shit, this dude would be so cool to join the Mountain of Omnipotence, bruh. That shit would go hard, man. That shit would go hard. The old Corbin, bruh. This your opportunity, bro. That sounds heat. I didn't think of that, bro. Yeah, bro. I was thinking about that when I was watching that god awful match he was putting on. I was like, man. I'm like, he would be so cool in that group with Edge, bro. If they brought back the Lone Wolf, well, I mean, Gosh, you couldn't call him the Lone Wolf, but you know that still, that attire and um, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, they still would call him the Lone Wolf. They they called his group and he had Knights like of the two Lone weeks, Wolf. Yep, which. I don't know how you're make wolf any sense. Yep. But that's WWE, bro. But fucking A, man. Fucking A, bro. Speaking of Happy Corbin, I don't want to bring this up. Did you see what they did with their video package, bro? Baron Corbin is fucking awesome. I've never heard anybody say <laughs> that. <laughs> Happy Corbin is fucking terrible. <laughs> Happy. Fucking Logan. Damn. <laughs> Bruh. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, Happy Corbin is ass. Darren Corbin uh, was genuinely really good. I liked him. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, man, I, they, what they did with their video package, bro, they they did the worst. They showed a, clou- a crowd clip of like 10 years ago. A fucking, because uh, the Lesnar fan guy, that's mm-hmm. like his name, Lesnar fan. Yeah. He fucking even, he posted about it. He was like, wait, that clip of me is from like fucking how many years ago in a different fucking match. Shit, goddamn. They 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 were exposed doing that shit by one of their main fans, bruh. How'd that happen? I'm dead. I'm dead, bruh. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, man, but the judgment day is the name of this group. I don't like that name. I hate that it as a matter sense. of fact, bro. As a matter of fact, bro, like I said, why didn't you just call the group the Mountain of Omnipotence, bruh? Would have made all the sense in the world, bruh. They could add mountain-themed merch. Come on, bruh. What the fuck is their merch about to be? Just the Judgment Day. Come on, bruh. Come on. Ugh. And then, bro, you see Edge's cut, bruh. Bro, who gave bro, that Bro, what the chop? hell was that, bruh? I, I know he did not go to mean cuts, bruh. What the fuck <laughs> is that haircut? Bruh, bro, he bro most really definitely did not pull up to Mean Cuts, bruh. What the <laughs> hell? Bro, the fuck, bro, this man, he looked so cool in that, like, brood-type group with the long hair, and it was like, he would have it, like, braided. That went hard, bruh. Like, now he looks like a fucking, like, Ray Ripley. Bro, we got her cut. <laughs> he kind of does. Bro, what the <laughs> he hell? Does. He does, bruh. It's just a little more hair, but it's the same fucking type of cut. Shit, ain't it, bruh? That group, I don't like it, man. That shit. Uh, Dude, the, judge, the Judgment Day, ain't it. They, they no. The idea of the group was definitely good. They fail in every aspect already. The name, the look, the, pres- the presentation fucking song 
the song itself, like you said, the song itself is good. The intro kills it. Everything yep. about that group is just not it, bro. I just can't get behind it. Yeah, and I would like for this group to, because their look, their presentation does not match their delivery. Um, no. Their presentation, when I look at the group, I think about a very creepy cult-like group, very gothic. But when Edge talks, he just, like, like acts like a heel, and he just, like, makes fun of the city, and it's like, I just don't, like... It just doesn't match. It doesn't match, dude. I, it doesn't match. It, it really doesn't, man. It, it really doesn't. Um... Fresh says, yeah, yeah. can we all say they're better than the Nightmare Collective? Anything's better than the Nightmare Collective, Dude, bro. Say, you could say any faction name ever, and they were probably better than the Nightmare Collective. <laughs> the fucking... The core <laughs> was better than the Nightmare <laughs> Collective, bro. And let's say the, the social outcast is fucking better than the Nightmare <laughs> Collective, bro. Come on. That group was legendarily ass. That, that group, Shaved that was... people's heads off for no reason. That was that was genuine. That group made Mel go back to her day job and quit wrestling. That's how bad that shit was. That was not okay. <laughs> I guess that's why she left AEW. She got a promotion at her day job and was like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I'm dead. Might as well. Fucking A, but Fresh News it's speaking the truth right now. Rhea Ripley crying about the fans. Fucking find her autograph. Don't don't make sense, bro. Same with fucking um, Damien Priest. The fans didn't turn on either of these two people. WWE fans no. love these two up to this point. According they, to WWE, according to these like super WWE fans, bro, they thought Damien Priest was having a white hot run, and that white hot run never existed. It never existed. It existed in their minds. But to the fans, exactly. But to the fans, they did. So, why is he talking about it? Like, everyone exactly. was fucking saying he was booked like ass. To them, he wasn't. No one was really saying he was booked like ass. We were. But they ain't talking about us. They're talking about the fucking fans that show up to WWE shows. They ain't us. Like, yeah, bro. What? Same with Ray Ripley. People loved her booking overall. The tag team shit was iffy, but that wasn't on her. No one talked about it like it was her. Dude, dude, every, makes no everyone sense wants to be fu- everyone really wants to be fucking that. pegged by Rhea. I don't know why she thinks people are turning on her, bruh. Like, dude, I see that shit all day. Peg me, Rhea. That's all I hear, man. Nobody's like this group is like it's supposed to be like disgruntled from the fans, but the fans loved every one of these people. It doesn't make sense. No, I, I don't get it, man. This group, like, they they're trying. I'll give them it. They're trying, but it just they are working. Yeah. Everything they're doing is contradicting itself. Their look contradicts the way they talk. Their reasons contradict what happens. You know what happened? How people see them? They're I don't get it, man. It's it's just a contradiction in itself. It is. It is. And like I said, that's that's the best way I could put it, man. The presentation does not at all match the delivery of the group and edge teased at the end of his um his uh promo here he teased at the end of his promo damian priest you know 
Damian Priest cut his traditional, you know, all rise. I said all rise as if like someone's scared of him. Um, uh, like he's going to hop the barricade and do something about it. You know, all, yeah, Rhea Ripley, uh, talks about, you know, she's done signing autographs at the airport and, and just to see her merchandise on eBay, like, dude, what do you fucking care? Like, what? Who cares? I don't give a shit. I don't care if I'm famous to sell. Like, what do you think people are gonna do? Bro, people have been doing that shit for years, bro. There shouldn't be anything new to you. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I fucking... If it... Like... Uh, you would think them asking for an autograph would be an indication that you're liked. <laughs> like, I would hope people are... Even though it could be annoying, I would hope people just don't walk by me I'm on national television and be like, damn, that dude's on television, just walk away. I'd be like, damn, I'm ass, bro. <laughs> just, hey, bro, he's a, he's on Raw every week. Turns around. I'd, I'd be like, shit, bro. I'd be like, damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bro. Come on. It don't make sense. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um... Liv comes out and she's smiling and clapping and twirling around and I'm like sitting there like, bro, you just got turned on, bro. Like, why are you happy? What are you happy for? This is the thing in WWE, man. It's a common theme, not even just with Edge's faction, bro, but 90% of the time, WWE does not know the difference and the fine or the the they don't WWE doesn't understand how these two hands go together so uh presentation and delivery they do not know they think there is a fine line and that those two things should be completely different mm -hmm. when those mm -hmm. two things need to match or else nothing's mm -hmm. gonna make sense you know what i mean um it, it just their baby face can show anything other than happiness then exactly. at that point to them they're not a baby face it does not make sense Exactly, exactly, bro. If you are babyface, you can never show a frown on your face, or even though it's just it's emotion. You're you're still a face, but you're pissed because you just got turned on. It they're not robots; they have emotion, like bro. So she faces Liv, Don't beats her in like three minutes, uh, with uh. This little submission, Edge barks the order, as Jimmy Smith says. Byron Saxon had a Byron Saxon had an absolutely goaded line later in the show. Um. Uh, yeah, she he barks the order for Rhea Ripley to put it on her again, and Rhea gets her up and starts doing her little submission hold on her again, and I was like, all right. Whatever. So Finn Balor comes out, and then he faces Damian Priest. Finn, in his match, goes to go for the suicide dive. Rhea stands in the way. Um, Rhea stands in the way. Uh, Finn doesn't do it. Edge spears Finn from behind. AJ jumps in, starts beating both of them up. Rhea grabs AJ's shoulders. AJ turns around and is about to knock her lights out, bruh. 
That, bruh, I was waiting for him to <laughs> Tobey Maguire that shit, bro. <laughs> bro, I was waiting for this man to... Just, oh, bruh, I was waiting for it. But AJ looks at her, and he stops, obviously. He does not, you know, just throw a fucking haymaker at Rhea Ripley. Um, so, yeah, AJ, AJ uh, stops... And then they beat his ass too. So yeah, that was the end of um, that was the end of all the judge the Judgment Day segments for the night. Oh, thank God. Nah, that that group ain't it, bro. There was like a VIP lounge. I, I honestly walked out of the room. I didn't get to see how this ended. Did you see how this ended? No, the um, I know Cedric came out. I seen <clears> that. <throat> yeah, and then I walked out. What did they do? Um, dude, I don't remember what the fuck they did. I think I don't know, man. I I, I really don't know to be honest. I think they announced another match. Uh, I have no clue to be honest. I blanked out during that shit. Uh, yeah. I heard the way fucking Cedric was talking again. His fucking weird raspy voice that he does now. And Bye, I told myself. I, 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 dude, I don't, why does he fucking talk like that? That shit, it makes me not want to listen. Why does he make his voice so raspy and shit? Oh, I hate it. Um. Yeah, I ended up tuning myself out, bro. I can't lie. Me too, man. Uh, I believe Bobby Lashley ended up coming out, and long story short, they announced Omo versus Bobby Lashley in a steel cage for next week. So. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah, I think that's really all they did. Yeah, they that's announced that match. Yeah, that's that's that. Um, Sonya Deville. Cage match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonya Deville has her WWE official contract terminated. She's no mm. longer an official. God, I hate that fucking term. It makes no sense. Like, what are you official at exactly? What are you officiating? Just Seriously. the WWE biologic of a fucking CEO. What? That could mean yeah. anything, Just exactly. Give, right. give him the fucking title, bro. Doesn't make any sense. Gen- <laughs> Just call him a general manager. It's like WWE scared of that term because they know they always fuck it up. Just call him the general yeah. manager, bro. That's yeah, that's exactly, it. Exactly, bro. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss uh, comes back. And she's kind of like an odd mix of early age Alexa, like uh, 2017 Alexa Bliss and Lily Alexa Bliss. Kind of an odd mix of the two. Yeah. As long as she's not uh, crying over a doll anymore, I guess I'll be okay with it. But she still has the doll there, so I don't know if that's eventually going to mean anything. Um, but I it's... Hope not in... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just, just going to no, say it's trash, but what were you saying? Yeah, thank the Lord. You don't have to hear. Thank you always name. Dude, Stop, bro. Thank God oh. she brought that girl, Dimar. Thank, thank God, bro. Thankful. I'm so thankful. That that thing made nothing special, but it's better than than always mine. Oh. I didn't really like notice that her song was playing, but I was like, wait, that's old Bliss song. Thank God, bro. Yeah. Thank God. 
That shit was so bad. Yeah, bro. Um, it was it was atrocious. Monkey Ruckus made that intro. My God. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, Alexa Alexa Bliss. Um, yeah, Alexa Bliss comes back, beats Sonya Deville, and honestly, I shit you not, probably about like a minute, bro. Probably like a bro, minute, bro, she dude. Beat hell on her. Yeah, and then Sonya Deville was outside of the ring screaming and crying. So that's that. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was. I don't know, man. I don't know, but yeah, it seems like it seems like WWE's scared of the term general manager, so they're just gonna call them officials, even though they're uh, officiating nothing exactly. And yeah, they're so the general manager position. Exactly, exactly, just bro. That. Um, yeah. Alexa Bliss and uh, Alexa Bliss beat Sonya Deville here in her return match in about like ninety seconds. So that was that. Literally, Ken. I know what you're thinking. Who the hell is Ken? Ken Owens, Kevin Owens's older brother, comes out to confront to confront Ezekiel. <laughs> Oh, I knew it was gonna happen, bro. He come out. He comes out to confront Ezekiel. Um, he does the whole stick. Uh, he calls Ezekiel a liar. Kevin Owens eventually gets fed up, takes the wig off, and he says, "It's Kevin. It's me. You know it's me." And Ezekiel's got his eyes all big, like <gasps> it's him. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where this is going. The storyline's not really doing any harm. Um, it's not really doing any harm, but it's Definitely not good. doing anything productive, if that makes sense. No. So it's, just, it's like busy work, but just a feud. This definition is just a busy feud, just to keep people on TV. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's garbage, but it, it's definitely not good. No. No, not at all, man. Not at all. Uh, yeah, so that was that. Veer. Veer Mahan faces Wardlow. Bro, it really was a discount on Wardlow. Bro looked bro. like a mix of fucking Wardlow and Jake something. Uh, yeah, he did, bro. He did. Was it just me? Or did because you know I, I can't go on Twitter at the moment. So were people saying that this dude looked like Wardlow too? No, and I think I saw like one, but I I, I really wasn't. Bro, this man I, had I the really bun, the beard, the singlet. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, what they give a fucking big fed veer knockoff Wardlow? So he says he's going to do it for his family and his triplets and whatever, and Veer destroys him. Uh, yeah, Veer really does nothing for me. He's Somewhere. not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's no, not, no. not it. No, not at all, bro. Uh, I say it every week about Veer, bro. Why, why do you have to give him generic foreigner animal gimmick? Come on, bro. Let the man just be a human being. Seriously. Seriously, man. Uh, yeah. Um, same way with Asuka, dude. There was a bad backstage segment, bro, between oh, those two. Between Becky and Asuka. And Asuka's jumping around like a fucking animal, man. 
Like, dude. <laughs> ah, that is that that like, that is awful. That is just awful, bro. Just because someone can't speak English, bro, don't mean they gotta do all that shit. Just mm-hmm. let them be them. Let them be a person, not a fucking exaggeration. Oh, horrible, horrible, man, horrible. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that was that. It was awful, but yes. Byron Saxton utters the words, Who does not fear veer? <laughs> Bruh. I was just, I was like, yo. Byron. I was like, like Byron. Spin heat. Bro, he did, bro. He thought he <laughs> thought he was him. saying some crazy shit, bro. Um, yeah, Fresh says no way she can't speak English. Honestly, Literally. bro, like I'm sure I'm sure she's got a decent amount of, of of English in her, man. Like, yo, like, or even in NXT when she would speak minimal in english and then she would say like these cool ass things in japanese and i had no idea what the fuck she was saying but it sounded awesome so i was cool with it It (laughs) it's like every time andrade does it he speaks english when he needs to and he'll just say a full ass sentence in spanish and you're like oh that's that's hard as fuck bro talking but bro could be talking about bro could be saying the most out-of-pocket shit i don't fucking know bro sounds cool let oscar do that bro (laughs) bro yeah, man, but Fuck. yeah, it's just like, God, how do you make them act like this? And Veer as well, man. I mean, the guy, act, guy's acting like a fucking creature. God, like, and on fucking social media, bro's posted up in suits twenty four seven, having some of the most normal, you know, genuinely great grammar in his fucking captions and shit. Bro, bro's a normal human, like all of us. Why are you making him act like this? Yeah. He'd be yeah. way more interesting if you just let him be like some guy in a suit. I'd be down for that. Yeah, dude. Seriously. <sighs> uh, next, we got the U.S. title match. We got Gabe. We got Cody Rhodes versus Theory. Cody Rhodes versus Theory, man. Um, yeah, uh, this, this match was okay. Uh, it was solid. Um, Cody's, Cody's matches themselves, aside from the Miz one, Cody, all of Cody's matches have been, his ones with Rollins have been spectacular, but, um, Seth is, Seth is Seth, um, Man, a lot of people, a lot of people forget how how fantastic Seth Rollins is, bro. But that dude is good as hell, bro. Seth is Seth is fantastic. Oh, yeah, I miss. I was thinking about this when I was watching Seth come out and attack Cody. I miss that like uh, gothy kind of Seth. Remember, like when dude, he was in this feud against Triple H, and he was like badass Seth. as hell, bro. Yeah, dude. That edgy fucking. I miss that Seth, bro. Where he would always wear a band shirt and fucking... Mm-hmm. Ah, dude, bring back that version of Seth. Like, listen, I like Messiah. I like what he's turned it into. Yeah. But if it's not that early Messiah, I would be down to bring back that old version of Seth. 
Yeah. Redesign, rebuild, reclaim. Mm-hmm. Use that song. Please, bro. That shit would be heat. Yeah, bro. It really would. It really would, man. But, uh... Whenever he turns baby face, I would like to see that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um... Yeah, it seemed like they were going in that direction earlier this year, man. But then they just switched it all because, you know, Cody mm-hmm. was coming in. But, yeah, this this was a solid match uh, with Cody in theory. Uh, not, obviously, this doesn't lace the boots of, you know, his matches with Seth thus far in WWE. But Seth comes out and attacks Cody, meaning that Cody fails to capture his long-awaited return with the mid-card championship. So... We're going to have to wait Prolific. a little bit longer for that, man. Um, what's up? Pro left AEW because he was stuck in the mid-card. Bro's instantly back in the mid-card. <laughs> <laughs> you love fucking... You hate to see it, man. Fucking Cody. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi defeat um, Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. Who the hell cares, bro? My God, that match. Yeah. Very shocking. Dude. The next segment. We got the Miz involved with something. And this, ladies and gentlemen, was not an episode of Miz TV. Can you wow. fucking believe it? Holy shit. Wow. Look at that. A Miz segment that's not Miz TV. It's possible. We got it like twice now, all year. Crazy. Big changes. Jesus, man. Jesus. Um, just... Uh, well, shocked. Fresh just shocked. News. Oh, damn. Fresh news. I'm not saying that Cody is a definition of mid-card. He, he is main event, but he went from doing mid-card shit to doing mid-card shit. Come on, bro. He did. He did. No, but no he, doubt in that. He, 100% a main eventer, some of the best of them, but he puts himself in the card, so and it's like, that's all him, bro. That's all him, but yeah, man, Miz TV, no Miz TV segment, shocker. Yeah, man, uh, yeah, but he's the special ref in Ali versus Champa. I think they changed Tommaso Ciampa's finisher, man. Not only did they give Mustafa Ali and Tommaso Ciampa jobber entrances, they gave him an entrance during commercial. This match ended with The Miz uh, arguing with Mustafa Ali, and Ciampa hit him with a scorpion death drop, and that is what he put him away with. Is Why? a scorpion death drop Tommaso Ciampa's new finisher? Probably, man. And dude, commentary was so awkward just saying Ciampa. They, you could tell they wanted to say Tommaso Ciampa so bad. They, Bro, I, don't know, I think it was he was. I think it was Jimmy, fucking Jimmy Smith. When they announced the match that was like happening next, there were oh Mustafa Ali versus Ciampa, like bro. <laughs> You, you could tell he was about to pronunciate Tommaso Ciampa, but he was like, Ciampa? <laughs> Every second, it was they would stop and say just Ciampa. Like, bro, why'd you change his name? Why? Oh. Yeah, honestly, dude. 
honestly. Um, yeah, Miz does the fast count. Tommaso Ciampa hits Ali with the Scorpion Death Drop, and that is this match. Mustafa Ali losing here in probably about under five minutes because it was 9.50, and the main event was not even on yet. It was, it was not even on yet. Six when the Oscar was coming out. No lie. I was looking at my phone and I noticed that. 9.56 when the fucking entrance was happening for the main event. God damn. The main event was Asuka so. and Bianca Belair. And this thing went a whopping three minutes with Becky Lynch interference that costed the end of this match, man. And this was a contender match. So... I wouldn't doubt it if we eventually got a triple threat. Yep. That's WWE logic, man. Good <sighs> Lord. Fucking three-minute main event. Kill me. I don't know. Very boring episode of Monday Night Raw. is genuinely did nothing for me. Um, yeah, it... It... Mm. Literally, oh. it was... It was Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ali getting what he deserves in a way, in a way. Um, yeah, it's what. What did you expect when you came back? What he should have known. Push you? Yeah, he should have known. That's what they do. But yeah, that, mm-hmm. I know this dude. I know Fresh is just trolling. I could tell by his tone. Uh, by a lot of his comments. Oh yeah, I could tell by his tone. <laughs> he's a troll. We I know, man. Swing, bro. We know. We, know. we, de- we deal with a we, couple we, of them. I was going to say, we know a good troll, man. We know, know a very troll, good man. troll. We know he a very good sometimes. troll. So you get us sometimes, but I, I can see it. I can see the troll. I know a troll and I see one at this point, man, because I've seen actual WWE marks, and they, they, they are legit when they say shit like that. Yeah. I can tell you ain't. Yeah, man. Oh man! So yeah, that was that was it. That was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, man. That was Monday Night Raw. Very boring as always, man. Um, (laughs) yeah, you're a troll. You're a troll, bro. One hundred percent. Goddamn. Quiet. Lord. Yeah, man. But yeah, that is that was it, dude. That was it. Boring, boring week of, of Monday Night Raw, man. Solid dynamite uh, on this week uh, for Unscripted, man. But yeah. with that, we got a lot to look forward to, as always, with AEW. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, so that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast, man. This is going to do it for this edition of Unscripted. This has been Unscripted, episode 90, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, man, uh, like I said, always, always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Heels Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for another edition of Unscripted. Thank you for everybody who stopped by to hang out and chat some wrestling with us, bro. As always, love you guys, bro. And uh, yeah, bro, that is going to do it, man. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on Friday with the news. We'll see you guys then. Peace.